Welcome to Baldur's Gate Baddies, a real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm Bryce, the Dungeon Master. I'm Beckers. I play Marina, the Satyr Bard. Uh, I'm Jazz, and I play Spark, the Tabaxi Paladin. I'm Miranda, and I play Jin, the Changeling Ranger. And that brings us to now. It has been two weeks since the incident with the succubus. Jesse was true to his word, and after burying the rest of the orphans, he turned over the former ball boy's hideout to the claws. Linda sold off the goods inside the many barrels and crates found amongst the hideout, including a barrel filled with explosives, which went for a pretty bit of coin. You all receive 1,000 gold each for your regular gang duties, as well as your share of the loot. If any of you asked about moving into the orphan or ball boy's territory, Linda was quick to dismiss the idea, saying it just wasn't a good idea right now. Otherwise, Brampton has been fairly quiet of late, which might be good most of the time, but sometimes people crave excitement. And that's why tonight we find the Crimson Claws at the Blood Pit, one of the Claws' biggest money-making ventures and the best ways for non-affiliated criminals to prove themselves. As the scene starts, we find Gwendolyn, the Lionel woman you may remember from the Elfsong Tavern, fighting three assailants by herself, with nothing but her shield, her spear, and the cheers of the crowd. An announcer voice booms, Welcome one and all to the Blood Pit, the premier fighting ring in Baldur's Gate. Assuming you can keep your mouth shut. We have two exciting bouts for you tonight. And since we like to start off with a bang, we have Gwen, our local champion, fighting the Bloodtooth Boys. Is that really the name they went with? Okay. Uh, Enjoy the show, tip your waiters, and don't forget, you tell anyone about this place, we throw you in the pit. Three of you find yourselves in the blood pit. We will start with Marina, who is uh, sitting at a table at the uh, uh, front door, uh, taking tickets. How's your night been, or how's your afternoon been going? This is taking place in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, it's an afternoon okay. fighting ring. They never, they they never suspect a fighting ring in the afternoon. That's how you guys get by all these years. They're just never looking. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that now that there's like an orphan in the gang, we have to make sure they get their beauty sleep, so we can't <laughs> stay up too late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's your uh, ticket taking been going? It's going good. It's going good. You want to hear what I'm telling people? What are you What are you telling people? I'm telling people, hey, thanks for coming. Welcome to the blood pit. There's some seats open in the front row. We call that the splash zone. That's the joke. That's what it is. That's what I came up with. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm sure you've been like thinking about this since you said you were the ticket taker. Yeah, that's it. That's the whole thing. The uh, door swings open as a uh, person uh, walks up to the uh, table and goes, uh, ticket? I, I have money. Uh, do you have enough for a ticket? Here's a ticket. 
sound like three children in a trench coat. <laughs> Does it look like three children in a trench coat? Uh, roll me, roll me, and get a perception check. <laughs> roll, roll me, roll me an intelligence check. Okay. I rolled fifteen. Uh, you look uh this uh person up and down. They are a like stocky, uh, very tall person. They're wearing a very large uh trench coat, and uh, like you can't like a hundred percent make out the the face because he's kind of got like a hat pulled down down low, but you can see like squirming coming from the belly. And and like the legs seem a little uneasy. <laughs> is this really like several people? <laughs> uh, with with the fifteen, it seems likely that this is what you believe. What's the, the opposite of body like an hourglass? Or they're just like <laughs> uh, body like like a microwaved hot dog. <laughs> I believe it's body like a lasagna, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Got them Garfield hips. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, strange character in front of you uh, kind of like pats their uh, uh, pockets. Their their arms are just kind of like barely uh, like coming out of the... Uh, armholes so they don't really pat their pockets they more just like pat this the sides and they're like ah money i have that and they kind of like look over to the left uh of themselves where there is a cart set up with a lot of different food and 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 such and they're like do i have to pay if i want the food yeah, the foam fingers are, are money, too. Ooh, you have big fingers and food? <laughs> big fingers. You can pay extra for the middle one. Ah, <laughs> uh, can I owe you? i find you later. I don't think you want to owe a gang. Um, but you, you seem, you seem cool. I do seem cool. That's true. <laughs> but like real real quick before before we do anything else, we have a policy. Uh, I'm going to ha- you're going to have to like open your trench coat so I can check you for weapons. Uh Actually, uh I I I remember where I left my wallet. I'll be back with the food and finger money i think that's probably a good idea okay <laughs> i'll see you later <laughs> goodbye and he like stumbles out the door <laughs> actually let me he's gonna roll a dex oh uh he su- very surprisingly just like walks out the door chill as can be for someone that you very much suspect is not a single entity (laughs) (laughs) um well with uh with uh everyone uh uh found their seats and and uh got their uh tickets uh the uh main event uh will uh begin
Uh, Jin looks on uh, as as uh, Gwen, the the uh, Lionel uh, fighter that uh, Spark will remember, um, is uh, getting ready to uh, fight the uh, the Blood Tooth Boys. I believe I called them. <laughs> what a horrible name! Steve is going to move up to Gwendolyn, target her. And he is going to attack her with the scimitar. That is going to be a miss. Uh, he he swings uh, wide. Sh- uh, she uh, brings up her shield and just kind of knocks it away, easy peasy. Uh, Hog is going to come Let's up. Let's go, now. Hog! <laughs> what a name! Uh, Jin hears from up top uh, as as uh, Marina is kind of like stepped away from her table to look down <laughs> at the fight, just like let's go on with an <laughs> unexpected rune for the uh, Bloodtooth boys, and uh, Og is going to yikes. Yep. Also, Miss uh, Gwendolyn uh, as a nine will not make contact. Uh, as he brings his scimitar down, she just kind of uh, ducks to the left. But now is Gwendolyn's turn, and she is not looking to fuck around. She's going to oh. open with a shield bash. Uh, Steve, uh, hoo Explodes. <laughs> she got a 22 on that hit. Uh, which is a crit. Um, so not only does, uh, Steve get knocked down, uh, he also gets knocked unconscious from that hit. Steve just got stomped. These Bloodtooth boys ain't shit. Yeah. And, uh, Gwendolyn is not done yet. Uh, she gets three attacks. She's, uh, once she, uh, made this bash with her shield she is now going to stop stab hog with her spear oh god for six points of damage she like stabs it uh through through towards him and uh she is going to try and push uh it further in uh which uh does uh uh go all the way uh through and hog uh him (laughs) yeah hog hog uh falls down as well and she just kind of like turns uh, towards the remaining uh, brother and just kind of growls. Let's uh, pause for that from a second as we uh, check in with Spark. Spark, how do you? Uh, how? What are you thinking as you see your uh, darts uh, companion uh, taking out these uh, guys handily? I think she's better at fighting than she is at darts. So <laughs> good on her. <laughs> You 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 do recall that she was a little too like aggressive with her dart throw in than, uh, than I see where uh, she got that technique. Yeah, roll me roll me a perception check. Okay, sixteen. Uh, you you watch the the fight unfold while also scanning uh, the crowd, looking for any uh, sort of mage or or anybody trying to um, influence the uh, fight. And uh, just as as you kind of like eye everyone over, 
you sense a presence uh, walking up uh, and and taking a seat uh, next to you, and then um, on the the seat opposite or to your to your left, uh, you uh, see. So on your right, you see Linda take a seat, and then and then James kind of like sneaks behind you and and takes a seat to the left. <laughs> And uh, Linda uh, kind of looks looks down at the the fight and goes, "Oh, who do we have tonight? Ah, Gwendolyn! Yeah, kick their ass!" <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> she goes, "Ah, uh, oh, I've I haven't seen uh, someone fight like that since uh, Claw used to fight here." And she just kind of like uh, smiles as uh, she like kind of reaches over and hands James a little like a uh, treat. <laughs> Good boy. Yeah, is he uh is he old enough to be in here? I mean, where where else you want me to leave him? I don't know. Is he old <laughs> enough to be left at home alone? How old is he? Uh, he's like 18, I, I, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, I believe we decided he's he was like 18. Frail, right? He's small. Yeah, he's yeah. really he's really frail, eighteen year old. <laughs> I kind of like the idea of everyone just treating him as inappropriately young, <laughs> yeah. and I will continue to do so. <laughs> and uh, Linda goes, "Well, you know, we got we if he's a claw now, we got to teach him uh, the way we do business. So, um, but I, I'm I'm keeping an eye on him. And, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna look at him." And like pinch his small bicep, like mm. just kind of <laughs> walk off to to monitor the rest of the crowd. James uh, just kind of looks upset uh, when uh, when you do that. As as you uh, as you kind of like turn, uh, Linda pipes back up and and goes, "Did we ever tell you about how how we came to take over this place?" Uh, no, no, it's a nice place though. Uh well I I don't know uh know if you know but uh Claw used to used to fight here and I would I would uh come and watch the fights you know make make some coin uh, betting on the uh the fighters and I would always uh put all my money on Claw because I mean the dude's massive we wouldn't bet on him but uh the old uh owner of this place one day he uh, brought me and Claw into his office dragged dragged me accused us of uh, cheating that uh, that we were rigging it I don't know how you rig a win but that's what they <laughs> that's what they claimed we were doing he went to hurt me and and before I knew it, Claw just charged the guy, lift him up, and chucked him through one of the the windows. And well, that with with uh, with him gone, someone needed to run the place. So this ended up being the the first business we took over. Once I guess I convinced Claw to you know stick by my side in case. The guy ever came back, and oh, I thought you meant gone. Like every part of his body was shattered out the window. No, uh, uh, the building's not that tall. He did live. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, but you know, I 
I'm not sure what what happened to him. We haven't seen him since, but I've been uh, sticking by Claw's side ever since that day because, you know, I'm small and he's big. (laughs) Uh, Makings of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if uh, Claw ever intended to run a crime organization. I think it just was that he had a habit of protecting people that needed protecting and that happens enough times that people just kind of start flocking to him. And before he knew it, he had a whole neighborhood that, that was looking for protection under him. And, uh, now we have the blood pit. So we get a, we get to make one of you watching the next startup, uh, fighters, uh, compete and say, Gwen, Gwen's got some, uh, strong, uh, chances here. And she, kinda- yeah, she's crazy strong. Uh, she kind of smiles as as she looks on the fight. Uh, but I I won't keep you. Uh, obviously we all have our our tasks tonight. I'm you know babysitting. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then James just kind of looks like uh, grumpy from that. But he's still like been been kind of quiet uh, ever since uh, he like became part of the gang. Like he does what he's told, but he's he's just like somber. But. Uh, she lets you uh wander off. Um uh let's uh go back to the uh fight in the basement. Seeing which uh Jin, uh what are you what are you thinking as as uh, these guys are just getting their ass kicked? Uh destroyed. Yeah. Uh well with a name like Bloodtooth Gang, Jin didn't think very much of them to begin with. Bloodtooth boys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, she's really unimpressed overall with their performance here tonight. <laughs> you at least want to show, you know. She, she tried to give them some pep talks and shit. They weren't really receptive to it, and this is what's happened. Oh yeah, they, these guys came in. They they figured, oh, it's a three against one fight. Like, uh, this is gonna be easy. We're gonna surround her. It's gonna be over in 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 minutes. But listen. Jin knew it was over for them when she learned one of their names was Brett. Okay. <laughs> uh, which which will bring us. But then they had Hog too. <laughs> no, there's also Hog. <laughs> Could go either way though. Yeah. Which will bring us uh, to uh, Brett's turn. He is going to uh, try backing away from her, <laughs> and he will. Uh, pull out a light crossbow and see if uh, that will get through. And it does not. (laughs) He just is like backed away, like holding it as as steady as he can, shaking wildly. And it just kind of like fires like straight left of her, like nowhere near. (laughs) Get together, Brett! (laughs) (laughs) Does does did Marina put some uh make some side bets on? <laughs> I don't think she, she just likes to root for the underdogs, you know. Uh, okay. Uh, which will bring us uh back to Gwen. Uh, Gwen will rush towards uh Brett, just kind of like growl in his face, and then give give them a, a good shield bash. And uh, he uh, gets hit real good, gets thrown back a little bit, ends up on his back and very, very hurt. 
and and at that point he he's just kind of like laying on his back he's like looks around uh at his brothers and he's like i I yield i yield i'm done and uh and she uh just kind of looks down at him and goes yeah i thought so and uh and uh that uh concludes the uh the first fight uh gwen uh walks off uh to the left side as um jen uh is left to uh pick these guys up oh yeah do i have to go get them <laughs> steve and hog like it takes them a minute but they like wake up they're not oh, like they're de- alive okay. they're not de- what, you, yeah you don't do murder fights here you just well, like i figured but it would the double spear had me a little <laughs> <laughs> unsure <laughs> Uh, they 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 know how to like pull their punches enough that okay. that they're just unconscious. But they uh they wake they're up just uh, hospitalized post fight, you yeah. know. <laughs> uh, they wake up a little bit. Do Do you say anything to them as as they kind of like, you know, come uh, to? Oh, for sure. Like like, well, you guys, that was a real pathetic showing. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even you couldn't even make a show for everyone else here. Like that's what, the whole point. What I did. Like Hog kind of like is just kind of like looks around. It's like, didn't did we not win? Nobody, you didn't win. Oh, <laughs> in fact, it was really embarrassing for you and everyone else involved. <laughs> um, Brett Brett kind of like comes over to his his uh, brothers and goes, "Come on, we'll we'll get him next time," <laughs> and, and drags 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 his brothers away. <laughs> All right, shoot them off. The next fight, uh, <laughs> uh, you see uh, uh, from the uh, changing room on the uh, oh, that's fun. On the left, you see um, uh, two characters that you will remember: uh, the the orc who uh, harassed you at the elf song. <laughs> Um and and the the last time I saw them, one of them was crying. The 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 orc the orc that you recall crying, uh, is is kind of like lower. He has his head hung low as he he kind of like walks out with the uh, gnome. I'll tell you the the orc's name is Shrog. Uh, you will uh, re- okay. You will know this from like registration and stuff. Okay. And uh, Strog, Strog kind of looks over at Lars and goes, "Do I have to fight? Like last time you made me fight, it didn't go well. So <laughs> do what? Do I have to?" And and the the uh, gnome looks over at him and goes, "Hey, you wanted the con candy from upstairs, and that ain't free. So if <laughs> we're gonna if we're gonna pay for your con candy, you need to win this fight." And and Strog just kind of like looks over, and goes, "Oh, okay, but if I win, do I get more cotton candy?" And the gnome's like, "Okay, buddy, you win, and we'll see." <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Strog uh, makes his way uh, into the uh, fighting ring, uh, and Lars, uh, the gnome, uh, kind of saddles up t- next to you, Jin. Uh, to watch the uh, arena, and uh, he goes, ah, uh, Jin. Uh, I recall. Uh, how how have you how have you been? 
What was his gang called? Because I keep in my head calling it the Beach Boys, and I know that's not it. <laughs> the Sea Tower Shakers is uh, <laughs> okay. what what he told you. He he uh, asked uh, if you would be interested in an alliance uh, right, between your right, games. Right, right, right. Uh, um, and if you recall, uh, you did not recognize the name, but you do no. did recognize they smelled. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, I recall. I recall deeply my meeting with this man. Uh, give me an, give me another perception check. Sure. Nine. <laughs> uh, he smells better. He d- you can't you can't you can't like smell shit on him this time. Okay. Good. Good. Uh, <laughs> I'll give him like a like. Hey, man. Uh, looks like you guys are doing okay. Uh, do they off? Do they come to the fights often? Uh, th- this is their first time uh, competing here. The fight that they're referring to, you 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 infer was, was not elsewhere. Yeah, was not <laughs> this. Okay. Um. He and he uh goes. Hey, did you uh think about you know the alliance between our gangs? We could, you know. Beautiful partnership, maybe. Well, you know, that's not really up to me. That's not up to me. Is all is all I'm saying. Linda is here. Maybe you could talk to her. You know what? I'll <laughs> I'll let I'll let Strog uh, fight, and well, we you know you can think about it. Uh, okay, okay, okay. And, I, I uh, could hook you guys up later after the yeah. After you, the you can put in a, you can put in a good word, and uh, as you have that this conversation, Gwen Gwen is kind of like moved to the back of the ring and she's just kind of like watching like as Strog came out she just kind of like laughed a little bit oh this poor guy this poor emotional man and uh and the uh, door on the other changing room opens and out comes a heavily armored uh man which uh you will uh recognize from registration his name is Pentyworth uh, at least that's, that's the name he uh, wrote down. Hmm. And he uh, makes his way uh, into the center of the ring. And uh, he uh, looks like stares dead in uh, Strog's uh, face and goes, My name is Sir Pentyworth the Last. I have come to fight you and earn earn eternal reputation for the name of Pentyworth, for I am the last of my line. My junk doesn't work right, so there will be no more Pentyworths, but we shall live in history after I have defeated you and many great deeds belong to the Pentyworth name. And oh dear. Strog kind of looks like back at him, and he's just like, and then, like he like lo- like sighs, and he looks back at like Lars. Lars kind of uh, looks at him and goes like, "Con candy." And and Strog Strog <laughs> is like, "Okay, con candy." And and he just kind of like forces uh, like himself to just like get really focused and and uh, and angry, and he uh, he charges Pentyworth. I'm, I'll do. I'll do one attack for each of them, and we'll decide how the uh, fight goes based on that. Out of curiosity, what are the acoustics like in this blood pit? Like, did everybody hear this declaration of? Oh uh-huh. yeah, you you can you can hear the people within oh, the pit. Like they're whispering. It's it's like a big echoey pit. 
Sorry. Deal. Oh yeah. It is. So it, everybody knows. Yeah. All right. Your boy uh, Strog uh, chucks his great axe at Pentyworth, uh, which goes wide. Pennyworth uh, will run up on Strog and Come on, try Strog! And stab his rapier in. <gasps> oh, <Ooh. God>, no! <laughs> it's not he, how I like, thought this would go. really stabs like deep into Strog. Uh, Strog! Pennyworth, Pennyworth did crit against Strog, but uh, Strog is raging, so that damage is halved. Okay. Um. So yeah, okay. he he only ended up taking uh six points. So okay. so Strog is actually doing doing pretty well. Do you guys want me to play out the whole fight? Yeah, I want to fight. Yeah, out. I'm, I'm so invested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really want Strog to win. I don't, I don't want to see him cry again. You know. <laughs> like there's con there's con candy on the line. <laughs> this dude's like my junk doesn't work. So what weapon am I gonna use? <laughs> Obviously. The most phallic weapon I could find. <laughs> uh, okay, back to Strog. As uh, Pennyworth charges up on him and 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 jabs his uh, like tiny sword uh, into him, like quickly pricking uh, Strog, which like was a deep one, but Strog just kind of like focuses on his aggression. And then as as Pennyworth gets close, he just kind of like tries to grab him. Ah, fuck. And he tries to, uh, like, swing at him and just completely whiffs. Damn. Strong, come on, my man. You're better than this. Uh, Pennyworth is going to try again with his sword. And it hits. Jin's, like, shouting now. She's like, come on, Strong! You can do it! (laughs) Get it together! (laughs) I will, uh, give... Strog uh, advantage on his next attack with you uh, chanting for him. I was going to say, can I toot my kazoo at <laughs> I think that's fixing fights. Yeah. Mar- Marina, I'm are just you- cheering him on. Marina, are you, are you trying to get like a, a chant going? Are you che- cheering for Strog up top too? Yeah, sure. Okay, so like Marina starts going like, Strog, Strog and then like some of the other people on, on the like main floor start going like, Strog and, and, and uh, give me give me a uh, Give me a performance check, Marina. Ooh, I'm good at those. Yikes. Uh, I roll. <laughs> so it's a 15. I only rolled an 8. <laughs> That's my modifier. <laughs> the there, There's definitely some, like, the people immediately close to you, like, get really jazzed up by by your, your chanting and, and start going like, yeah, strong, strong. Some of the people on, like, the farther away sides are just like, I mean, he's not doing that good, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but with that that uh, level of motivation, he he will get uh, get some inspiration uh, for his next attack. So he threw out a hand axe before he reaches uh, on his back and pulls out his great axe, and he is going to swing with that. And gets very good damage. Uh, that looks so cool. Mm-hmm. And Pentyworth is uh, takes six points of damage. Pennyworth 
not a beefy boy. Not not <laughs> not not a lot not a lot of you know girthiness to to him, and he looks super messed up as that uh, axe makes contact. Like he he bashes Strog bashes the the great axe against his uh, plate armor, and it like crumples uh, against oh. uh, the hit. Pennyworth. So you said you said there's not a lot of girth in that penty. Sure. <laughs> That's what he said. He said it. I didn't say it. Uh, this a- after after Pennyworth uh has taken this this uh massive hit. He tr- he like he's breathing a little slower and he tries to stab back, but he just like can't get enough strength to to uh jab into Strog and and he misses. Do the crowd's chants get louder now that Strog hit such a such a blow? Uh, give me another performance check, Marina. Oh, okay. They're they're looking for they're looking for you to you to see how. Oh, twenty two this time. Hell yeah. yeah! Yeah, as as uh as he makes that contact, uh you heard you heard uh uh like someone cheer wildly like whoa, and 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 uh, Marina's like yeah, well. Do you, do you like shout something as he get some <laughs> with, 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 with uh with her shouting that uh, as as he like slams into Pennyworth the uh the rest of the crowd starts like standing up and going like whoa yeah strong <laughs> um there, there's there's a there's a few people who kind of like rush towards uh, a booth towards the back which. I didn't put on the map, but we're gonna imagine it exists. Um, <laughs> asking, like, can I change my bet? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, God, who who just went? It was uh, yeah, Pennyworth just went. So Strog's back up, and he is going to do the thing where he attacks Pennyworth with his great axe, and he with with that uh, crowds of the cheer, all the cheers, Jin rune form. He is once again going for advantage. And he Hell yeah, brother. gets nice. a 23, which will do it. Uh, and with uh, three uh, extra points of damage from his... Actually, no. It's 12 po- total points of damage he actually hits. And he just... Like, he sw- uh, brings his axe back uh, like he's going to hit with a baseball bat and just pounds uh, the guy's plate armor and Pennyworth just falls Ooh. backwards ten feet, like slammed back onto his uh, ass, and he is unconscious. Oh, that seemed like more like a death. Uh, he's, right. <laughs> he's wearing plate armor. <laughs> uh, he's just got some broken ribs, yeah. uh, maybe a punctured lung, but that's not our problem. Yeah, broken nope. bones are on the table. <laughs> it's like, we, we can't let you die here, but... Uh, you you can you can have broken bones. We don't cover that. <laughs> uh, Strog kind of like looks back at Lara's and goes, "Con candy," and he's like, <laughs> "Yes, con candy. Good job." <laughs> and uh, Strog makes his way back to to uh, Lars. I want Jin's gonna go up to Strog and like clasp him on the shoulder and be like, "You did great, big guy. You go get some cotton candy. You deserved it. You earned that cotton candy." Oh. <laughs> uh, Oh, thank, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry I got angry with you before. 
I sometimes I have aggression problem, and Lars has been working with me to channel that into cr- creative ventures like fighting. <laughs> well, it looks like Lars is a good friend, and it's all good, buddy. We all get a little riled up when we're drinking sometimes. <laughs> Just don't come at me sideways again. We're good. <laughs> and and Strong kind of nods and, and makes his way uh, towards the ladder leading uh, up uh, to the upper floor. And uh, Lars uh, just kind of like uh, looks over at you, goes, uh, "Well, uh, it's nice talking to you again. Uh, you you, you let uh, you let us know if you uh, decide to take us up on the good deal. Uh, see Tower Shakers with it. We're the next big thing." And he he uh, uh, there's like a you, you hear uh, Strog's voice coming from the the uh, main floor, and he's like, "Lars, you cotton candy," and he's like. Uh, well, I'll see you later, and he he, he follows <laughs> up the ladder. Um, have I, in the meantime, potentially learned anything about this gang? <laughs> yes. <laughs> do I do I need to roll to know what knowledge I have about them, or can I simply have ask you, you? Have you in like attempted to invent? Have, have in the time since you met them? Did they pique your, your character's interest that you would have wanted to learn more? Enough that, like, I want to know who all the gangs in my city are? I... I will let you roll with this advantage. Okay. What am I rolling? Uh, history. A 15's not bad. Uh, so I will... Just the base level... Okay, so... I'm going to bring you guys over to the map of Boulder's Gate. So over here is Brampton, where you guys' neighborhood is. I think specifically right. this is your guys' hideout. Right. Uh, this neighborhood right here is Sea Tower. Okay. Ah. So they are like, you know, the very opposite. They're uh, far enough away that I don't care that much about them. Okay. I just want to know... If I would know if there's more than two of them in the game. <laughs> uh give me give me an insight. Okay. <laughs> I got a 16. Uh based on seeing these guys and how they interact, you're pretty sure it's just the it's two just of them. Just the two of them? Okay, that's what I thought. Wow, you're a good guesser. I just wanted to check. Yeah. You're like, that's three kids in a trench coat. <laughs> That's just the two of them. I'm feeling very insightful today, you guys. <laughs> Killing it. Based on your interaction from them w- when you saw them at the Elf Song, you think that maybe this gang like only started existing shortly before you met them. Yes. Okay. This all sounds like what I was thinking. I just just wanted to guarantee. <laughs> Uh okay, that was the conclusion of the uh two big fights uh for uh the day. Um everyone uh seemed kind of happy. It was they were the the first fight was a a more obvious like people kind of suspected that this was a a kind of like okay, she's looking for some practice. This ain't this ain't a real competition. She's had one. a bad day. She's just trying to take it out on someone. But the the, the second fight definitely came down to, to a, a closer one that people were kind of going like, oh, we'll see how this turns out. Uh, but it was more of a, a dexterity versus uh, endurance with that, with that fight. 
It was an exciting fight. Uh, the the crowd uh, clears out and and uh, everyone uh, kind of clear cleans up and um, Linda kind of goes uh, well uh, I'll uh, take uh, James back to the hideout uh, we'll uh, see you shortly um, from what I understand uh, Schmarbles is gonna be uh, there in a little bit so I'm sure you guys are gonna wanna uh, go uh, see him you will have heard of Schmarbles but never have interacted with him. Uh, you know that uh, Linda's uh, magic quill uh, that she uses to uh, write her notes and cast her spells through. Uh, she got through Schmarbles. Ben has gotten many uh, tools that he has used to help ta- tame and care for uh, his animals through Schmarbles. Uh, some of Claw's weapons uh, are are said to be uh, from Schmarbles. He is he is uh, like the Claw's connection for magical uh, dudits. So with with the thousand uh, gold that you guys got, it was like, okay, we're going to be able to get some cool shit from Smarbles uh, when, when, yeah. he, when he comes to town. Um, I just want you to know that I watched Cats live recently, and Smarbles 100% sounds like a name of a character from Cats. I've I've never seen I've never seen cats so that was not I I pull I pull plenty of things from other things but uh, that that is an original <laughs> name that I came up with uh, but uh, I'm just gonna assume you guys uh, head back to to the claws hideout if that's what yeah okay yeah. Oh. if there's beer there <laughs> as you guys make your way. Uh, to the Claw's hideout, you see a uh, small cart uh, stationed out front uh, with a, a donkey uh, pulling it, and uh, the the uh, side of it uh, is is opened up. Uh, there's little windows on the side. Uh, do you guys um, go investigate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as you walk up, a you you see a goblin uh standing uh in the window he is wearing a like oversized cloak not like to the to the point where it looks like it was made for a human it just looks a little big for him okay. and it's like very unkempt looking and it's got like little uh gold stars that look like they were like drawn onto it it's like a blue cloak but it's got like drawn on stars and he's got a big pointy hat uh that's also blue with little stars drawn onto it that's really cute and as you walk up he goes hello i'm schmarbles would you like to buy some magic stuff you betcha, Smarbles. What you got? So to give uh, some heads up, so th- I gave kind of a vague description of each item to give you like an idea. Uh, you you can ask Smarbles for more information and stuff. Uh, but to give you some like meta gamey uh, stuff. Nothing nothing here is going to be cursed or bad or anything like that. I'm not going to have you... He's a nice you, man, Mr. Schmarbles. I'm not going to have you spend your gold and be like, oh, man, I got a bad thing. I want I want you to, like... Everything I think I set the prices of somewhat appropriately for. Some things might 
like not be as powerful off the get go. Like some things might be really strong right away. Some things might grow in power the longer you have them. Um, but I, my goal was to, you know, everything should be appropriately priced to, that you feel like you, if it's 750 gold, you will get 750 gold worth out of it is my hope. So let me hear about this can on Mountain Doom. Oh, you want the the can of Mountain Doom? Uh, it's a can? I, I haven't drinking it. It looks, it looks good. It's, it's green and it says Mountain Doom. You want <laughs> <laughs> for the audio listeners, Beckers has just lifted up a can of Mountain Dew. Unrelated in any way. <laughs> Does it do anything? Or is it just delicious? Uh I I heard it's quite delicious. Do you do you want to buy it? I'm shopping, I'm browsing. Okay. Browsing. My name's Schmarbles. I'm a wizard. <laughs> That's nice. You want you want to see magic? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of magic? What kind of magic, Schmarbles? He he, he 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 lifts out his hand and and little sparkles like uh rise up and goes, "Look, I'm a wizard." <laughs> wow, it's really cool. Good job, Schmarbles. Thank you. You want to buy magic items? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Man. Okay. What are the what's the devil's dice do? Ah, these are devil's dice. Uh they're very lucky and then they're very unlucky. Uh-huh. Uh so if you you can use these to make luck do whatever you want. But then Locke doesn't like that, so at some point it's going to make you not lucky. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll give... I'll, 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 it's, it's maybe a little vague, so I'll explain to you what it actually does. So you will be able to, at any point, decide, I got a nat 20. You You will be able to fully succeed on a thing at any point. Once you have done that... I will get to at any point decide that you crit fail something. So you can go like, I need to make a death save. Actually, I got a nat 20. I fully succeed. But then later I can, I can be like, uh, Hey, you are fighting a succubus and you just crit failed the, the charm check. Okay. So that's, that's, that's how that will work. So some of these I'm like, how can how can I give you enough of a hint of what that I'll that'll do? I'll put it this way: do? I'm buying the guitar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so to help the audience, um, you you uh, eye over the arcane guitar and uh, pocket amp, uh, which looks like a sick ass electric guitar, and there's like kind of like a a pocket sized amp uh, sitting next to it. And and uh, Schmarbles looks at you, looking at it, and goes, "Ah, quite the musician, are you?" Oh, a te- terrific musician. Ah, it's great. I, I I tried to play music once, but then they attacked me with a stick, so I don't do that anymore. I'm a <gasps> wizard instead. <laughs> Schmarbles. And, <laughs> and uh, and he goes, that 
that guitar and the little little amp makes all all the music you make real loud and the the if you if you have magic music it makes that louder too yep sounds good uh, i'll buy it okay uh you <laughs> uh you purchase the pocket amp and arcane guitar for 900 gold that will leave you with 100 Ush, marbles, can you give me the deets on the scripted plan here? Ah, the scripted plan. He holds up this little ring. So, as you know, I'm a wizard. <laughs> yes. And and if a, if someone could cast well, spells like me, you could store that spell inside this ring so that, like, if, for example, you wanted to make magic come out of your hand... You just set tell the spell when someone comes up and asks if you're a wizard, then magic happens. Uh, and to help explain that in not Schmarble's terms, <laughs> you can store a spell into the uh, ring so that you can say like, "Hey, I'm casting healing word into this spell, which will trigger when." I drop below one HP or whatever. Like you create an if this then statement with a spell, so you could do it like I cast Featherfall if we end up falling, or I cast uh, Hail of Arrows when I shoot an arrow. The issue is that that spell will only trigger when the thing has triggered. Okay. So you basically get at at the start of each adventure. I will ask you, do you want to store a spell inside your ring? And then what is the condition when that spell gets triggered? Interesting. Damn. I didn't see the nose of annoyance. I know. I was trying to just, I was thinking if you were going to go nose of annoyance or guitar, but how do you turn down guitar, you know? I the guitar, you know? Mm-hmm. The, the, the stuff will still be here later. And also, there's nothing that stops you guys from sharing gold. Yeah, I was going to say None of the 100s like super appeal to me so I could give you guys my extra gold if the, you we can pool our extra mm. and figure something out. Not marbles, Bryce. Uh is the sword of sh- shield a uh, regular size sword? Uh I'm going to call it a short sword. Okay. For the for the sake I was like I, I want to make it so, like, some of the, these are, are obviously more attuned towards certain people, but I wanted to make it available to both you and um, Spark. So I'm like, it depends on which one. <laughs> I th- I think, does Spark use a short sword? Uh, Spark uses a long sword. Okay. I well, think. We'll, 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 we'll yeah. call it, it depends on who's holding it. The side, <laughs> the side, the side, it's got like a uh, forced perspective. It, the size changes <laughs> depending on how you look at huh. it. <laughs> you are welcome to it if you like it, Miranda. My sword has sentimental value, so I don't really want to swap it out yet. Okay. Schmarbles. Yes? So about, so about this guardian's weapon, does it turn into something special? <laughs> special? Ah, the guardian's weapon. He kind of like looks it over and he goes, it'll become whatever you want. I think it's kind of rude. So I use it as a hammer sometimes. But I think when you take it, it becomes whatever weapon you want it to be. And and uh, yeah, to be clear, 
th- this is also one that I'm I'm allowing the variability of whoever wants it and what kind of weapon they we- wield. When you buy it, if you want to say, hey, it, it is now a bow and arrow, it will transform into a bow and arrow and it will stay a bow and arrow. So it'll be whatever weapon you want okay. it to be once you once you have like locked it in place. The Schmarbles hook me up with that sort of shield. Uh okay. Five hundred gold. Alright, sir. And uh you hand him the gold and he hands Ka-chink. you the money the, is uh, exchanged. Sort of short sword of shield. Uh to um Explain uh, now that you are the owner of it. Oh, I, I'll explain the pocket amp and arcane guitar as well, uh, since she has bought those. Uh, pocket amp and uh, arcane guitar. Uh, once per day, the user can use an action to use their guitar to cast Thunder Wave uh, from a point centered on the amp or guitar. Nice. You can place the amp in a different place. Or give inspiration uh, to up to five creatures within 15 feet of the amp or guitar. Sick. And also, any music you play will be louder. <laughs> Versatile. Uh, oh, yeah. The uh, Sword of uh, Shield. A, uh, a short sword that gives the user two charges of the spell Shield per day. Okay. Uh, if you don't know, the uh, spell shield uh, boosts your AC, and it can also uh, negate uh, magic missile attacks. Cool. Uh, it boosts your AC by five. Uh, Sick. You, so you can. So it's actually uh, spe- shield is a reaction uh, spell. So, for example, if you're about to be attacked, um, you can use shield as reaction to boost your AC by five so that you can have that negate the attack that you're about to be hit with if it would be enough. Cool. Uh, So that leaves, I think, you with 500 and Spark has not made any purchases. Is the ring cute? Uh, It's got words etched around it, but other than that, I'll let you decide if it's Okay. What what like color or anything it looks like? Okay. Um, what I like the ring. What's the the unknown sample? You you look at it. Um, Besides unknown, I guess. And he it's 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 a small bottle, and there seems to be like a pinkish goo inside. And as uh, roll me roll me a perception check. Thirteen. Uh. You're not sure, but it seems like there might, like, it might be, like, slowly moving. Okay. Like, the, just the goo inside, yeah, or, like, the, the, the whole like, bottle is moving? The, the goo the goo is moving. Like, like it seems like it's moving itself, Then the jar is just the jar. Interesting. That kind of freaks me out, but I like the ring, so I think I'm going to buy the ring. Okay, uh, that will be 500 gold uh, from you as he hands you over the ring, uh, which you already know what it does. So, Sweet. yeah, 500 gold for from each of you, and Marina's down to 100. You guys can save your gold for, for you know, the next time Shmarbles comes to town. 
and stuff uh you might be able to i probably should have right now i i made sure everything in the store was affordable at the moment but uh maybe down the line i'll have more big ticket like that you'd have to save up for yeah i'm saving up for that nose yeah you guys could you could uh pull together and buy get marina the nose uh you could buy a burner communicate like you could buy the mountain doom there's lots of there's lots of stuff <laughs> A whole mountain doom. Wow. We didn't ask about the fool's gold. Uh, Sub what at? Uh, Shmarvelous kind of holds it up. Like, it looks really valuable, doesn't it? But it's mm-hmm. not. <laughs> but you could tell someone it is. And mm-hmm. then they would want it really badly. Well, it's worth at least 250 <laughs> You want it? <laughs> uh... No, they they, they would think it's worth more than two fifty. But I am an honest wizard and salesman. <laughs> nah, I'm I'm good without it. That's that's fine. But thank you. Okay. So, no no other uh, interesting. Okay, Schmarble uh, Schmarbles goes. Okay, thanks. Thanks for shopping at Schmarble's Magic Stuff. Have have a good day. Uh, and then and then he uh like kind of closes up the window, and uh like just as he uh, goes to do that, um he he kind of looks and goes tell tell Claw I said hi, and then the uh the doors close and and uh, the donkey like starts trotting away. Bye, Schmarbles. I'm a wizard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you are. are. <laughs> <laughs> um as as uh with your uh newfound uh items uh you uh make your way inside the uh the uh hideout and as you uh pass uh Linda you see uh her talking to the uh infrequently seen claw uh which um I'm not sure I've described him yet. He is a hulking a uh, bugbear, like super furry. He's like if the rock was furry. <laughs> okay, like it. But he like um tends to slouch uh, a decent uh, bit. So he's like he's like fairly tall, but he he's like kind of always like slouching a little bit. Uh, but dudes like jacked is all hell. Uh, which is somewhat hidden by the level of like furriness he has. Which now that I think of it, I'm pretty sure I'm just describing be- Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, Linda's uh, uh, telling Claw, he's like, "Yeah, they they want to have a meeting." Um, and Claw's like, "When?" And uh, Linda's like, "Now." And Claw's like, he just like looks so visibly upset. And he kind of like, uh, just kind of like stomps past you guys. And, um, and Linda goes, uh, like watches you guys, uh, come up the, the stairs. Um, and, and, uh, Linda goes, sorry, uh, I guess the gangs of Brampton are having a meeting uh, to discuss the uh, the ball boys situation, um, and 
we're supposed to attend, uh, we're allowed to bring uh, three members uh, along with the the leaders. Uh, So are you guys able to come? There are three of us. That seems like really good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, you know, most gangs are a little bit bigger than us, so that's not typically the the uh, you know s- such a specific number but it worked out um, <laughs> and she she just kind of like smiles uh as as she uh, uh goes well uh, i'm told there's a a boat uh waiting for us at the dock uh i guess uh we were headed over to the hissing stones um uh, which you guys uh, will know is a bathhouse that is taken over the sea tower of Baldarian, which, uh, which is cool. It, you guys are looking on the like uh, main screen, the starting screen. We'll see the kind of this view of Baldur's Gate. Mm-hmm. Um, so here is actually your guys's neighborhood, uh, Brampton, uh, and over here is the uh, Sea Tower of Brampton, or not, Sea Tower of Baldarian, uh, which is kind of this uh, little bit that uh, extends out into the water. It used to be a uh, defensive tower uh, to protect the city, but uh, since um, the city has kind of turned into this kind of like constant uh, uh, trade uh, town, they're not like, you know, so worried about like defensive stuff. They've got their own little navy and and such that they don't need like a tower sitting honestly in the middle of the uh, dock. That's not going to do much if someone wanted to come in and bomb the place. So um, the city itself is kind of abandoned the uh, that tower, and the uh, hissing stones uh, decide to move in and and make themselves at home. Um, you guys uh, make your way down to the docks. Uh, and take a take a small boat uh, across uh, the water over to the sea tower. As you uh, enter the the uh, bathhouse, a uh, attendant uh, greets uh, the three of you, uh, Claw and Linda, and goes, uh, "Welcome to the Hissing Stones." Uh, as uh, I'm sure you know, uh, we have uh, three simple rules: um, no uh, weapons uh, at the uh, Hissing Stones. And and to help enforce that, uh, we we uh, do enforce that uh, all patrons here must be wearing our uh, silk robes. Uh, so if you uh, will make your way over to the changing rooms, uh, we'll we have uh, some different styles available to you. And uh, in in the changing room, there's uh, uh, silk robes of every uh, style and design that you could think of. Uh, what 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 kind of designs do you guys pick? Just describe. What you think? Purple you're... flowers. Yeah, white with purple flowers. Oh. It's ready for this. Uh, do like um like a cream with like green snakes. Oh. Mm. Oh boy. Um like lavender with like little pink trim and like a little heart on the tie. Oh, nice. <laughs> Um, the three of you, uh, make your, your way out of the, uh, changing room, uh, that you guys kind of like shared and then, uh, opposite from you, uh, Claw and Linda, uh, come out and Claw is just wearing like this brown, 
uh, <laughs> one just like no detail to it. It's just it's just brown. And Linda's <laughs> kind of got this um, this bright blue one uh, that that she's wearing. The attendant uh, goes, "Ah, oh, well, uh, uh, good to see you. Uh, uh, following the first two rules, and of course, uh, as as you all uh, know, the third and final rule is that there will be no violence uh, here at the Hissing Stones." Um, and uh, as you kind of make your way down the hall, uh, you uh, will notice that uh, you see Gwendolyn uh, standing there, and uh, the attendant kind of nods as uh, Gwendolyn is is uh, standing there, uh, kind of like um, you know, very guard like, and and the attendant goes, and we have uh, the uh, strongest mercenaries uh, available to. Uh, to ensure that everyone follows a uh, proper procedure. I wave at my dart partner. <laughs> <laughs> Gw- uh, Gwendolyn kind of smiles as, as uh, you, you enter and she goes, uh, ah, uh, good to see you spark. Uh, I was hoping uh, we'd be able to spar at the blood pit, but uh seems like you got stuff going on. Duty always calls, you know, <laughs> ah, you, you know, you know, I know, uh, but <laughs> I got to get back to work. And the attendant kind of like looks so like gives her kind of a dirty look is of like, what are you doing talking? Like, what <laughs> we pay for. <laughs> you all uh, make your way to the uh, the meeting room. It seems like two of the other gangs have already uh, t- taken their seats on one end of the table. Uh, you see a. Uh, Lionel man wearing a leather a, a black leather jacket and he has his hair spiked like straight down the middle uh and you guys uh will know that uh this is Axel the leader of the punks is he wearing this jacket over his silk robe yes okay <laughs> good um it's commitment to the bit yes <laughs> As you guys like entered the building, uh, there was like you heard some people uh, being like, "You need to wear the silk robe," and 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 there was there like you heard a, a voice going like, "Yeah, I will, but I'm not giving up the jacket. This is who I am." <laughs> and uh, there's uh, three um, dudes behind him <laughs> that exist. Um. Uh, on the other side of the uh, uh, table, um, there is a uh, warforged person sitting at the table, and behind them, uh, there is uh, three uh, ladies: a uh, gnome, a uh, elf, and a human. They they all just have like the brightest, like pinkest, like flowers and 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 cute stuff all o- over. And they kind of like giggle as the three of you come in, and uh, the warforged uh, is is also wearing like a very colorful uh, uh, robe, but they appear to have like a blonde wig over their like metallic, you know, robotic uh, form. Aesthetics are really important to these people, is what I'm learning, <laughs> and uh, and. Uh, while while you uh will have had contact with the the punks because uh the punks and you guys have a 
uh like casual alliance uh you you both share territory with a game called the black masks and the black masks are all dickheads they rule through terror they just like will beat people up in their territory they they literally like people want to get out of their territory if they if they have any means to but uh the black mass will do anything they can to harass steal keep keep the people in their district uh down um so the people who live there are basically like have they they can't escape um and the problem with the black masks is that like shitheads love to stick together and so they actually have a decent amount of members there there are quite a few black masks because you tell someone that you can like they can power trip over someone they're like yeah man I'm I'm down let's 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 do this and to try and keep the black mass from being able to expand any further uh because they do have quite a bit of a force um the punks and the claws have kind of agreed of like if the black mass come for either of us the other side will back them up to to try and keep the black mass in check the Warforged, uh, you will uh, know because these are all uh, gangs in Brampton and, and you will uh, have seen them around. The Warforged is uh, the leader of the Allisons and they go by the name Allison Prime. Fuck yes. I love it. Excellent. I love it. That is amazing. And uh, the Warforged uh, Allison uh, goes, Welcome. We can begin the meeting soon. Um, and the uh, the uh, ladies behind them um, just kind of giggle and, and uh, go, Oh, the claws. Is it true what we heard about you guys? Did you kill the ball boys? N- uh, n- not, no. 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 <laughs> no. No, we didn't. Somebody, somebody else did that. And then we just kind of like, we swept everything. Up. Well, yeah. we re- we re-killed them, I guess. No, that was Does that was that was the orphans that oh, you re-killed. Know. Oh, the ball oh, boys. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, oh, we have nothing. No, that's, to not <laughs> that's not us. Were they? <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole other thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> the Allisons look uh, kind of like disappointed, like like the the go- the gossip they heard was wrong, but they're like, oh well. I'm sure we'll hear something interesting today. After you guys like make your uh, self seated at the table, uh, a moon elf woman uh, named uh, Marilyn uh, walks in and goes, uh, "Well, uh, it looks like we have uh, most of the gangs accounted uh, for, um, but uh, it seems like the last one uh, we haven't heard from yet." So. Uh, if the main leaders uh, just want to uh, wait in the uh, VIP room, uh, we do have some Kebler cookies available. They're quite hard to get uh, this far north, but, uh, you know, I do have my ways. Um, and you you will know this is uh, Marilyn, uh, the uh, owner of the Hissing Stones. Um, she has uh, been known to be quite the diplomat in, in the way that... Um, people are able to use this location as kind of a 
meeting of of groups that you know sometimes just want to straight kill each other um she she has a way of like calming people and allowing uh peaceful negotiations to happen the main leaders make their way uh through uh to the vip room the punks uh look over at uh the uh three of you and then i the the allisons and they go uh do you know what this is about uh, isn't it about the ball boys? I thought that's what. Did somebody say the ball boys were dead? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we also heard that you killed them, but you didn't. We didn't even know they were dead. Do you know what we've had going on this week? <laughs> no, no. Well, we're didn't... not. We're not your secretary. What? Well, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna like the gossip. I'm gonna, a whole like, other group got <laughs> annihilated over the weekend. You didn't even notice. I'm gonna lean over and like, well, I think the orphans took out the ball boys. Is that not? Because we Is have their, happened? we have their hideout now, so we don't. It's because the orphans took it from them, and then we took it from the, and like everyone's right. dead. Right. Yeah. That's what I thought. I thought the, I thought the ball boys were acting all sus, and then the orphans took out the ball boys. Orphans right. acting sus. Right. I was trying to have a little mini team powwow. I don't know how successful it was. We're pretty loud, but like. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. I thought we just took over the orphans' headshot. Jesus head Christ. area. We yeah. killed like one succubus and all of a sudden we killed all the ball boys. Fuck. Okay, run it back. Run it back. We did not kill the ball boys. We just. You know what? You know what? We did. We did. We beat the ball boys. What? I don't, I don't know if that's the professional stance we want to take here. <laughs> they stepped to us and we just said, not today. Right. We didn't kill any ball boys. We never even saw a ball boy. But they may have, they may have ended up dead. Is that true? That's true. We only saw the orphans who had taken over their place and got murdered. Okay. <laughs> Beckers, give me a de- deception roll with disadvantage. Miranda, give me a straight up persuasion roll. Okay. Oh, not 20. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 16 um, with my disadvantage. Twenty-four. They, they, they kind of like <laughs> I, I Marina over as she's like saying this stuff, but then Jin, Jin uh, is just like, no, that's not what happened, and they're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the uh, the Allisons kind of like uh, look, look you guys over and like, are you guys okay? Like, do you need do you need some like couples counseling? Like, you know, our gang is like Sapatico over here, so we kind of, you know, we could we could help you guys. I I Sapatico. You know, if you guys want to b- become Allisons, like we could we could just like hang out. Uh, I think we're fine, and uh, we'll just have some couples therapy. It'll be fine. Okay. Variety okay. is the spice of life. What's life without argument? <laughs> it's just been a long day, so we're all confused. There's just a lot going on, guys. A very, very long time since yesterday, you could say. <laughs> uh, also, I guess, I don't know if you remembered from the deal. It has been two weeks since the Yeah, a very long yeah. two weeks. Even longer. Yeah. It's yeah. been a long time. <laughs> um, as as you uh, 
have been talking about the long day. There is a clatter through the halls as it sounds like people are just like shoving uh, each other as as uh, a force seems to be moving uh, through the the halls. And uh, the door to the meeting room swings open. And there stands uh, four uh, people all wearing masks. They do not have silk robes on. And and, uh, Gwendolyn uh, is like rushing up trying to like, she like grabs the the guy furthest back by his collar. And uh, with all this uh, noise, uh, the uh, people in the VIP room uh, exit out and uh, Marilyn... um, uh, sees as the uh, black masks have now entered the meeting room. Uh, they did not follow the the uh, silk robe uh, uh, rule. They do appear to be uh, unarmed as far as you can tell. Uh, I will have everyone can roll perception to see if they can confirm that theory. Well, I, I, I crit failed. <laughs> uh... Marina got a 22. Marina rolled performance, so Marina sings the whole song. Uh, I, nice. It was literally right next to it, you know, and they both start with purr. I thought it was right. <laughs> oh, good. Spark rolled a nine. Um, she's just offended at the lack of decorum. Uh, Marina just, she actually rolled a 12. <laughs> not, a, not a 22. So, um, yeah, amongst the three of you, you... you you do not see any weapons uh, on them. <laughs> um, that means there totally are. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn uh, goes to grab the guy at the back, and he, she's like reels back to start uh, punching them. And uh, Merlin goes, uh, "Hold, hold on. Are you going to honor the rest of the rules?" As uh, she looks at the main leader, um, and he just kind of like nods and goes. Well, I suppose uh, since uh, you have deigned to join us, uh, we will allow you to uh, not wear our fine uh, silk robes this time. This is bullshit. But uh, do know if you try and force your way through our halls uh, ever again, you will not live to see the exterior of this building. And... um. The the main leader of the Black Mass, a uh, man uh, who simply goes by Mr. Black, uh, just kind of nods and uh, makes his uh, seat at the table with the... So the uh, the main leader ha- wears a... Essentially, it's a helmet. It wraps all the way around, whereas the, the uh, other people joined by him are, are wearing just kind of like face uh, mask uh, coverings. Um, that like cover you know the entire face, but it doesn't like wrap around the back of their heads or anything. Marilyn goes, "Well, I suppose if uh, all of the gangs are present, uh, we can begin the meeting." Everyone uh, takes their seat, and uh, Axel, the leader of the punks, uh, uh, chimes in and finally goes, "So, who called the meeting? What is this about?" And uh, Claw just kind of like shakes his head and like, I I don't know. And uh, Allison Prime goes, I assume we are here to talk about the dead ball boys. 
and uh mr black kind of um puts his hands together and and uh goes yes that is what we are here to talk about I think it is finally time to make it clear who controls Brampton. The ball boys are gone, and I think we all know why. And... (laughs) Do you? (laughs) Not even a little bit. (laughs) Claw, Claw looks over at the the two gangs like confused, um, and uh, Mister Black continues. And before long, the rest of you will be gone too. I just wanted to give you all a moment to uh, offer me your surrender. And Claw just like stands up and just roars. I was like, or what? And like he he like reaches out like he's about to grab Mister Black and Mar- and uh, Marilyn, uh, just kind of like puts her finger up and and Clog like reaches back and and sits down, and uh, Mister Black continues. Well, we know that you are too weak to take over their territory. What is there? Five of you? And now and now you decide to take the last remaining orphan? Honestly, I'm not sure if that makes you stronger or weaker. Oh no, he didn't just talk about James Earl James like that. Ice cold. He's a baby, you can't talk about him like that. <laughs> we have an owl bear. <laughs> right. Oh, so you've got two pets now. How cute. It is very cute. Thank you. (laughs) And sure, you've got an alliance with the punks. And he kind of like looks over at Axel. And the the men behind him also wearing leather jackets over their their silk robes. And it's like, that'll last, you know, days weeks if we when we come for you the allisons over there i'm sure they're fine staying in their little corner so i'll we'll be crushing you one by one but i just came to let you know that there is a stronger force in play that killed the ball boys kill the orphans and if you surrender to us we might spare you from their wrath but if not then we'll see how things go I'm sorry just like real quick are you saying that you killed the ball boys or like oh no the, the veiled threat thing really does nothing for all of us I think Oh no, we we have been happy to let you lower gangs hold your territory for as long as you think you can. But when the outside force caused the orphans 
to steal a summon greater devil scroll? You think you think that they were clever enough to get their hands on that by themselves? That they thought, oh, let's summon a succubus? Yeah. I know who's really pulling the strings around here. And it's not me, but it will be before long. Mr. Black um, just kind of uh, look, looks at the three, three gang leaders and is like, so are you interested in my offer? Surrender, join the Black Masks, and, you know, you'll be spared. And Claw just looks him dead in the eye and goes over my dead body and uh mr black just goes yeah i'm sure it will be allison prime uh uh speaks up goes negative this will not compute for the allisons (laughs) And the uh, axle of the punks uh, just uh, goes, you know, me and Claw over there, we don't always see eye to eye. Can't get that man in a leather jacket for all I can do. But we will stand against you and whatever outer force you seem to be threatening us with. I don't know what happened with the ball boys or the orphans. And if there's someone trying to pull strings around here will cut them but we will never surrender to you and uh claw just uh stands up and goes if that's what this meeting was about then we're done and then uh linda kind of uh stands up next to to him and goes what he said and uh <laughs> And uh, kind of uh, starts heading out the door. And the the other gangs uh, start uh, following while the black masks just kind of like sit back in their seats and and seem to like Mr. Black's mask seems to be enchanted in a way that allows it to uh, form um, expressions, even though it is seems to be like a solid iron mask. And it, it seems to be like smirking in this distorted way uh as as the the gangs file out as you uh make your way back to the dock to sail back to um brampton um claw uh chimes uh in and goes the nerve of that man i will choke the mask off his face if i get my hands on him and linda goes you know, you can't have a temper like that. Like that doesn't, you know. What will the other gangs think? And she go, and Claw goes. I need a drink. And uh, Linda goes, um, the Elf Song Tavern. Do you guys want to come? Yeah, I could probably unwind a little bit after that situation. I feel like we should maybe keep an eye on you. Help you yeah. out a little bit. Sure. As as you guys make your way uh, back over the water in a in a small boat, uh, Linda calls uh, Ben and and uh, tells them that they're uh, meeting at the uh, Elf Song and and uh, 
him and uh, James are welcome. Uh, and you guys uh, make your way into the uh, the Elf Song. It's still uh, early evening. There's maybe one or two patrons there right now. Old Joe uh, greets you uh, from behind the counter. And uh, he can sense claws. Just like If this was a cartoon, he would just have like heat waves coming off of him <laughs> uh, of, of fury. Old Joe gives him a smile and goes, uh, uh, I'll get you a hot cocoa. Uh, and and uh, heads heads back uh, behind, and uh, everyone uh, makes their um, uh, makes a seat at the the main bar. He brings out the hot cocoa for Claw. Uh, what what are the rest of you guys ordering? Uh, cider. I'll do cider too. Sounds nice. Hot hot apple cider. Something silly like elderflower wine or something. Something very dainty. Ah. <laughs> um, he brings out uh, the three drinks, uh, two two big mugs of cider, and then like a, a fancier glass uh, for Spark. <laughs> uh, ben and um, uh, James walk in. Ben takes a, a seat uh, at the table and. Behind uh, James is the uh, owl bear that's kind of like jauntily like uh, running, running behind. He seems like uh, both like uh, James. Uh, they've both grown a decent amount in the past uh, two weeks, uh, ha- haven't been fed about as much as they can handle. James uh, tries to pick up the owl bear and kind of like set him on the on one of the seats uh, next <laughs> to him. <laughs> And uh, old, old Joe goes. Uh, I think I got some uh, some fishing back. I'll uh, get that for the little one. Um, and uh, he look. Uh, old Joe looks over at Marina, and he goes, uh, "Hey, that was a uh, that was a great uh, set you did. Uh, I still got uh, people uh, coming in asking uh, asking when that uh, uh, comedian's coming back. They they love the holy armor joke." Are you interested in making this uh, a regular thing? I could I could pay you like a you know a, a fee for for performing and then you get, you know, you share the the tips. Yeah. Let's do it. Sweet. Uh you know, we could we could More always More reasons to come here. Should have gotten that damn nose. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Uh okay, we we'll we'll, we'll set up a uh, a schedule for you. So how's how's things going? I I hear there's uh, quite a bit going on down in Brampton. I have a new guitar. <laughs> oh, it's huge! <laughs> what what? How do you want the guitar to look? Like I don't know. I'm, so, I've been is it a sick this. ass electric guitar? It's or? a <laughs> sick ass electric guitar for like, sure. Does it have like flames on it? Does it? Yeah. No. No lightning. Lightning. Like blue. Ah. It is blue with like the lightning in it. Oh. Crackly around it. Yeah. Nice. That's what I want. Okay. Nice. Um, I'm going to name it too, but I'm working on it. Okay. Uh, oh, are you, are you like uh, carrying the guitar with you? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're, just, you're just like ready to like uh, uh, start performing. You're just like, I got this guitar and I'm just like, Ready I'm just to go. waiting for my first chance to use it. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll 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 get you started probably uh, this Friday. Um, 
be great to have some steady acts in here instead of just hoping a bard happens to be passing through town. Um, uh, but uh, anything new in terms of the the gang? Well, <laughs> we uh, we took over the ball boys area. Oh, really? You know? We did not. We did not. Didn't we? we did didn't not. we take their? No, we took their their hideout, and then we asked hideout, Linda, yeah. "Can yeah. we please take over their territory?" And Linda said, "No." And then the oh. black mask said, "We're gonna kill you all." Yeah. Damn. To be to be clear, um, took their whole base and everything. We yeah, we took over a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> the the you guys are aware of all of the members of the clause and. If you guys tried to expand outside the territory you already have, you would be spread too thin that, like, you would be inviting the, the black mass to be able to, like, push Attack it. Attack us you. more. Yeah. So it's like... That's fair. The, the, right now, the ball boys' territory is just sitting empty. Uh, no one's controlling it because in, unless things change for the power dynamic for the, you know, gangs in Brampton, then it would be unsafe for anyone to try and move that way sounds like we need a recruitment drive well uh sounds sounds like you guys got a, a lot going on uh well you guys are always welcome uh down here if you need to unwind i'm sure uh a, a good uh bard uh will lighten the the uh lighten your weight and uh he smiles at uh marina well uh that is about what I have in terms of stuff for you to do, but as you said, you guys have some things that you should figure out. The next adventure will be quite a few months from this time. What would you guys like to be doing in your downtime? Uh, this could be things, like you said, like uh, trying to recruit new members. It could be uh, forming alliances with other gangs. It could be trying to uh, uh, train yourself, uh, maybe try and uh, train the owl bear you know anything mm -hmm. that you think like over the next few months i want my character to be focusing on this come up with that i will have you roll uh something to help determine how well that goes and then next session whatever you have done will have an impact on the you know the city okay that's so, okay uh what what would you guys like to do during your downtime i I'm going to focus on taking my guitar all around town and raising a bunch of money. And I'm going to be super popular and I'm going to get really famous. And I'm going to recruit new people that way. That's my plan. Okay. Get and money. Get money. Money and people. Groupies. Give me a performance check. I love those. 20. Uh... You you uh have been uh performing around uh Brampton. You you have been doing your uh now uh weekly um perform comedy routine at the uh, Elf Song, which has been going fairly successful. You have you have yourself a, a bit of a following now. There are some uh people from uh gangs outside of of like on the farther side of the city who who will now make their way to the Elf Song Tavern. Uh, specifically to see you perform um your uh like 
comedy and uh, uh, music doesn't seem like on its own has made anyone want to join the clause, uh, but they are more aware of of the clause and and think you're like have a nice vibe, but but not not to the point where someone's going to see someone perform and be like. I'm gonna join that crime organization. <laughs> Did I make any money? Uh, yes. Which I will tell you how much next time. Which will be okay. determined at a I'm, later date. <laughs> I'm gonna assume it's a lot. It will. It will be an amount <laughs> of money that you will have. <laughs> so we should definitely focus on the problem at hand. Um, so I think Jin is like, as the one who knows the area better and the people better, gonna go around and talk to, like, businesses they protect and, like, stuff they protect and be like, hey, yo, you got a cousin? (laughs) Who needs a job, sort of? Uh, (laughs) And try to recruit people that way. Uh, Just to uh, let you know specifically, the Sea Tower Shakers, like, technically have their own gang. Um, okay. Which, which obviously they have offered the alliance to you. Yes, uh, would Gw- want to reach out as well. Uh, Gwendolyn okay. is a uh, unaffiliated uh, person, um, so that is a known character that you could specifically reach out to. Uh, okay. Otherwise, if you if you are uh, just like putting out feelers into general, like trying to bring people in. Um, do you want to reach out to uh, Gwendolyn uh, specifically, and then I can you can try and recruit on top of that. I'm just want to know if if that. Yes, I would like to do that. Uh, oh, give me give me a persuasion. Fourteen. One uh, afternoon uh, at the the blood pit, uh, Gwendolyn comes in to fight, um, and uh, you come up to them um, uh, to to try and broach the subject of joining the clause. Uh, how do you start that conversation? Gwendolyn, it's great to see you back in the pits. Uh, I want to talk to you about something, you know. Uh, yeah, you need me to fight more? Uh, like, I'm I'm already, you know, kind of the main champion, but... Uh, yeah, if- so, like, I want you to fight more, but not like that. Uh, you, you were there. You remember the situation. Oh, at the, at the hiss, at the hissing stones. Yeah, yeah. That, that that dude sucked. We're uh we're trying to drive up recruitment for the Crimson Claws right now, and I think that you, as the champion of the fighting pits, and as such an amazing fighter that you are, would be both a beacon to draw more people and a great addition to the cause. I mean. I I like I like fighting is is a good money maker but like what do you guys offer you know I could you know I could be uh, I could be joining the sharks I could I could I could uh I get with the the long forgotten like what's what's the the crimson claws got I have what is within my power to offer <laughs> I will I will I will let you guys know that like since the gang is fairly uh small and Claw is very much like a hands-off leader. Linda is essentially the the power yeah. there. As long as you're not like doing anything crazy, they they like fully trust you guys. Okay, so I think 
definitely I'd offer like a bigger cut of winnings or like of the winnings from the blood a blood pit? Blood pit is the <laughs> okay. Sorry, I was thinking of the the blood tooth boys yeah. and it uh, a lot of, yeah, lot of so, blood. A lot of blood. <laughs> um, so definitely like some cuts from the arena, like what we're making off of, like on top of anything else she also makes. Um, and then like, you know, we're we're trying to help out people, you know? Um, Those blast masks are bad guys and they're only going to cause problems for more people if they take over our area. It's only going to grow. Not to... Not to MLM it, but like Claw, <laughs> you know, like you're getting in on the ground floor, but like Claw was the best fighter in this pit and now he owns the pit. And now you're the best fighter in the pit and you could be under Claw. <laughs> like, um, do, room for growth. Do you think Spark also came to help convince? Uh, yeah, Gwendolyn's my bro. So I'm just like, hey. uh, I'll, I'll let you. I think we're bros. I don't know if we are. Uh, you can be you can be bros if you yeah. Um, I uh, give me a. Per- I'll let you give a persuasion roll to try and uh, influence oh, this. Okay. Um, fifteen. Gwen, Gwen, Gwendolyn like doesn't seem like super convinced. Um, by like what you're offering. Uh, but. When Spark kind of chimes in, she looks a little bit more like pleased, and uh, uh, Gwendolyn goes, Tell you what, I'll make you a deal. I get to train with Spark, and I'll join. I mean, sure. I'm uh, not. Uh, you're you're a lot bigger than me, so I hope I can help. But yeah, all right. With your interactions with with Gwendolyn, she seems to be like challenging you uh, to games uh, when they when they get the chance. Like they challenge you to darts. They were hoping to be able to fight you in the ring and stuff. It seems like they're they've maybe got like a in their head they've got like a rivalry with you uh, going. <laughs> like they they. They're like, well, they beat beat me at darts, and now I'm hoping uh, maybe I can beat them in the ring. We'll see. And Gwendolyn goes, "All right, I'm not I'm not promising I can take down the black mass, but you know, I'll I'll give you a hand as long as as long as the money's good. As long as the money is still good, you know, money is good. I'll, I'll the give the money. You'll be good. Okay." <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, I'll use the I'll use the your uh, fourteen uh, to uh, decide uh, how. Uh, just kind of uh, general talking to uh, people around the city uh, goes in terms of recruiting uh, more members than that. Okay. Uh, how, what does Spark want to do? Spark's gonna try to help train up uh, James. And I guess the owl bear. If James is hanging out with the owl bear, which it kind of seems like he is. Well, I, um, I feel like you know it seems like it's kind of like Ben and Linda are kind of like trading, watching James. <laughs> and because Ben's also got the owl bear to, to watch, it's like, well, when Ben's watching the owl or watching James, he's also watching the owl bear. Sure. Then, then I'll I'll help Ben train the owl bear and then train James. Um, and while I'm doing that, I'm gonna try to try to get information from James 
of like, well, who, who did suggest that you steal the, the summon demon scroll or like, how did that idea come about? Like your best friend was the one who did all this. Like, why did he do all this? See if I can detective my way into what the black mask was talking about. Talking uh, to James, you don't seem to like, he doesn't seem to know any more than you, you do. It seemed like that was like all Jesse's um, doing. Where did he go? We sent him away. Yeah, he, no, he went to try to learn some fucking resurrection magic and bring his friends back because he's an idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, he, where did he, he go though? <laughs> he he pieced out of the city, is what he he said. Okay. Um, what what James just said is that the uh, he heard um Jesse talk about the the queen of Boulder's Gate uh shortly before he stole the scroll of of summon devil um and that and he's like i don't i don't even know who that is i just heard the name if that helps uh so so you're going to focus on kind of training up the uh uh, the owl bear and and um james yeah i'll train the people we do have uh let's see Give me an athletics check. Okay. And I guess an animal handling check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> athletics is a 13. Animal, ha- animal handling is also a 13. Oh. Do you have a negative in animal handling? Yes, I do. <laughs> I'm not very wise. <laughs> Funny, because she's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> no wisdom, guys. Not very bright over here. <laughs> Is it too late to talk to Shrog? <laughs> well, Shrog and Lars would be yeah. they're kind of a package deal. Yeah. Uh, we'll, My bros. <laughs> we'll say uh, during one of your um, performances at the Elf Song, they happen to uh, uh, be there if you wanted to come up to them. Uh, I'm recruiting, actively recruiting. Mm-hmm. So are you just, you just like, come, they're like sitting at a table and just kind of like eating and you just kind of like walk yeah. up to them and. Yeah. Hey, I remember you from the pits. Do you remember when everyone started chanting your name? As me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Sh- Strog, uh looks at you and then he kind of like looks over at Lars and uh, Lars uh, looks at you and goes, uh, do you. What are you trying to achieve? <laughs> uh, we're friends. I just wanted to say hello and ha- ask you about how your, t- how your time's been. You know, how you doing? Uh, we're we're doing great. We're just, you know, having a nice night out. A uh, great set. Like, I loved the joke that you told. Yeah, it was, a, it was one of my favorites. Very good <laughs> joke. Always, everybody loves it. Now, just imagine if I had a nose on, too. Oh, That'd that would actually really that help your <laughs> Right? Yeah, we're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> uh, so I had heard through the grapevine that you were looking to looking to make an alliance with the claws. Oh, Is that you, true? You wanna you wanna partner with the Sea Tower Shakers? We're the next big thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I heard like great things about you guys, and I saw you beat that guy up. <laughs> he was, you know, he looked pretty strong, but man, you're even stronger, huh? <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, that was weird why the dude was bragging about his dick not working. Yeah, that was very, uh, you think he, you know, he maybe he should look into adoption because it seems like maybe he shouldn't be the one. Oh, who, shit. Uh, you know, I didn't even, I probably should have said something to him, but yeah, you make a good point. Yeah. Yep. Oh. But then, yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah, uh, we would, we would be down. Uh, we're, all, we're obviously right across the water from you guys. I mean, like well across the water, but we could be like a bridge across, across Baldur's Gate. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, that'd be sick. Roll me, roll me, <laughs> roll me persuasion, uh, with advantage. Cause they, they're obviously like reaching out to you guys. They're interested in some friends. Oh wow, killer rolls. Uh 14. <laughs> uh, um Oh god. Lars Lars is like he he is interested in alliance, but for some reason like having this conversation like you don't seem quite charismatic at the moment. Maybe you were just like really tired from your performance. <laughs> Can I help you out with this? <laughs> I'm. I I was hoping you would be there, like because yes. because you I like you already know them, I so I think that'd be good. Your, I want I want to think I come to most of your shows, if only to yeah. hand out like recruitment pamphlets and shit. Pamphlets. Um, <laughs> we're a little crew. Yeah, we're squatty. Yeah. Um So I think I've been like watching you struggle. I thought you could handle this. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> It's like this is my strongest dad. I don't know. I didn't roll that. <laughs> What's so, the advantage? Um, I think of it. I'm gonna walk up uh, behind Marina, uh, put a hand on Lars's shoulder, and I'll be like, um, "Hey, you guys! Like, I know, I know, you've been wanting to work together for a long time, and I really think this is the perfect opportunity, Lars and Strog. You know, you're such a great fighter." And you've been doing so awesome in the pits. You did great in your fight. And you really proved that you're the best. And I think you guys can definitely, like, would work great with us now. Like, I think an alliance would be the perfect choice for us. And I think, you know, you worked hard. And I think, uh, I think we're, that you're, you're equaling us now. Uh, I'm going to have you roll persuasion with disadvantage. Sure. <laughs> Damn it. Eleven. <laughs> Um, Lars, like, Lars still seems like he is excited about basically the, the fact that you're reaching out for an alliance kind of makes him feel like his gang is more legitimate that like, ah, they're seeing me as an equal, uh, uh, gang that, that needs help. But there's just something about like your energy to tonight that like, I don't know, is, is coming off a little desperate uh and 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 he he's heard about the the like uh threats from the black masks um so he he just kind of goes like yeah i mean we we definitely would be down for an alliance i i don't want this to be like a one one-sided partnership so i'm sure you guys would be able to like you know help us out before we uh you know we come to your aid you know make sure things are equal yeah, an alliance is equal parts, Lars. Nice. Yeah, you know? uh, of course. Um, yeah, we're we're totally down. Uh, we'll, you know, call you when we need help, and and uh, we'll we'll be there if you guys need us. 
and uh uh he he uh kind of goes back back to eating uh once you guys kind of like walk away he uh he kind of like looks over at Strong and was like you were a bit like strong uh, tonight i don't know like are they okay <laughs> we're not okay, okay. we're not, okay. not that bad okay <laughs> well you also have to think that like all of you have pushed the like we need members really hard the second that the black masks made this threat that like other gangs would kind of see this of like oh they seem kind of like hey we need some bodies they like it might feel a little desperate and with those with a 14 it's like uh that um isn't isn't like the strongest hey man we're we're we are the best thing you need uh so that's yeah. about that's about how it tracks how yeah uh but okay any anything else one people wanted to do before uh the the time moves forward it's okay. I'm famous now. I'm good. <laughs> As you busy yourselves with your respective activities, the days turn long and the air turns colder. And carried on those winds, it seems like you can feel a presence. Something scary. Something strong. When the wind brushes past your ear on late nights when you walk the dim lit streets, it seems like you can hear laughter coming from some far-off place as something wicked this way comes. 